0: Nothing like that good old classic Shinobi fest, and since I don't have to do a show today, I actually can make a lot of time to get some stuff done. <laughs> yep, just sitting back playing the classic arcades. Wait a minute, hey, it's Wednesday, isn't it? Oh, oh man, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is show time. Um, you know what? Scratch all of that. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on g 360 Radio. Hello, Jay for 60 Legion. Greetings, all. Jay is here. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, or Thanksgiving, depending on when this episode is uploaded. <laughs> I hope you're all doing okay. Yeah, you know, I kind of took a little hiatus earlier. I mean, the show's usually done on Tuesday. You know, I day my days all mixed up, believe it or not, this week. But, you know, I did catch up on some good quality programming last night. Well, with Jcast Tour 16. You know, I got to see some... Well, not technically see, but... Got to listen to some pretty good um, podcasts out there from everybody else in the Potter and family. Oh, which by the way, the one year anniversary for that is coming up soon. So I think I can make some time to go ahead and record something for it. I'm what would be pretty cool to say. Because I'll be representing the whole team, you know. I'll figure it out in time. I know tomorrow is going to be Turkey Day for those that want to celebrate it. You know what I mean? I figured out that a lot of people probably don't enjoy Thanksgiving as much considering all the negative flack that... People have realized affected the Indians and all that stuff on the day after Thanksgiving. But I think it's accurate. You know, we all had a feast back then. And tomorrow we riot and pillage against each other. You know what I mean? Because that's what Black Friday is all about. Trying to go ahead and knock people over to get some damn TV sets they don't even need. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? Uh, Speaking of crazy stuff on TV, apparently the Trump backlash is still going as high as it needs to be. You know, let me tell you something. He's the only president-elect I know that will wage war against a Broadway show and Saturday Night Live. I mean, at at best, what 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 does he figure he's in? He's a public official. He should know that people are gonna be making fun of him. I mean, hell, Comedy Central did a roast on him um, way back when about this sort of thing. Now, is, he, is his skin that, well, we all know his skin is that orange, but you know, he kind of trips me out. He makes me want to reset the tint setting on my television, you know? But the thing is, is this. You know what we getting into here, right? I mean, he's a public official. He's in, like, the highest public office there is, and he doesn't expect to be made fun of. He's that thin-skinned. By the way, I got to give props to Alec Baldwin. He does a very good impression of him, but it's just weird to me. If you think about it, so Vice VP Pence, or I should say VB Elect, you know, he goes to the Hamilton show with his family, and the Hamilton cast gave him a speech in the end. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even a horrible speech. Matter of fact, I got the clip right here, so um, let's take a listen to it.
1: We have, a, we have a message for you, sir. We hope that you will hear us out. And I encourage everybody to pull out your phones and tweet and post because this message needs to be spread far and wide, okay? Vice President elect Pence, we welcome you and we truly thank you for joining us here at Hamilton and American Music. We really do. We, sir, we are the diverse America who are alarmed and anxious that your new administration will not protect us, our planet, our, planet, our children our parents or defend us and uphold our inalienable rights, sir. But we truly hope that this show has inspired you to uphold our American values and to work on behalf of all of us, all of us. told by a diverse group of men, women, of different colors, creeds, and orientations.
0: It wasn't anything horrible. It seemed like a pretty optimistic message. They seemed to be willing to work with the outcome, and plus, if you consider what Pence's background was, this is something really for him to think about. Diversity is a very beautiful thing, and everybody needs to be connected and work together, which is why don't be scared of the xenophobia that's going on around here and try to stay away from certain propaganda news. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. We, we all got to help each other in the end, you know, but we also got to take care of ourselves too. And why in the world would Trump say that the cast harassed Pence? Talking about the, the theater should be a safe space. You know, I'm getting tired of safe spaces. I, I really am. If you're out there in the public, okay, you are at your own risk. There's a lot of things going on in the public nowadays. Why in the world would you make them a safe space? I can understand if you're, like, at home or if you're, like, in the J360 studio like I am. All that kind of stuff right now. Because, see, I'm the only one here. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a private space right now and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But And that would be the safe space. But when you're out there in the public and everything else, people are going to go ahead and they're going to, you know, give their opinion, or they'll give you a heartfelt speech. I thought it was very beautiful, to be honest with you. I don't think that the cast needs to apologize for anything. And you know, if you feel as though you're in the right, you really don't need to apologize for too much anything either. You just have to be aware of the ramifications. But at best, if he's gonna be our president, I know the whole thing of not my president is still roaming around, (laughs) he's gotta have thick skin. He most definitely needs to have thick skin if he's going to be in that whole political atmosphere. So it's going to be a bumpy ride after a while. Well, hell, it's damn near rocky now. But that's not what this show is about. I just wanted to go ahead and bring that up because it's just interesting, you know? Like, after a while, you're going to see more and more people that are butt hurt, oversensitive, and they just keep complaining. If it ain't one thing, it's always something else. And even if they won, they'll never ever stop. And I'm talking beyond social justice warriors and Black Lives Matter. It's always an issue with people. But outside of that duh, tomorrow's turkey day. I'm just thinking of eating some poultry, possibly going into a food coma, and may not wake up until it's time to go to work again because I need that money. Oh, and which, by the way, regarding money, what is it with businesses trying to get people to work on Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and throughout the weekend and stuff? You know what I'm saying? It, oh, yeah, we got to make them sales all damn week. A long time ago, things used to be self-contained. Now, for a big box store, maybe like Target and Walmart, well, there's not really a Kmart around here anymore, so we can skip that. But, well, not in my region of Delaware, that is. You know, I think the ranty bastard from the retail rant covered this topic a little bit better than I did. There's no good reason to have people come in on Thanksgiving Day, you know, to work. I mean, you put up with these crazy people throughout most of your time on every other day, they can at least have one. You know, just one good day to spend with your family, you know? I mean all of your family. Like, people coming from across the nation to see everybody. That's Thanksgiving. Listen, big business. You can go one day without profit making. This is what the holidays are all about. It's not about just making money and buying crap that you don't need and all that kind of stuff. Which leads me into an issue with Christmas. But I'm gonna go after Christmas on another episode. But here about Thanksgiving, this is technically the start of that holiday season in a way. And see I do all my crap on Cyber Monday. And what gets me sometimes is the sadistic scheduling that people give when you're supposed to be working on Thanksgiving and then you go to work on Black Friday. If you expect somebody to finish eating, hurry along, go to work on Thanksgiving, and then come in there early in the morning to work Black Friday, you're off your damn rocker, really. You gotta get it together. Schedule some other people around. Make sure the ones that just signed up for your company and stuff like that, when they came up in there, that they go ahead and they work those days because they need the hours and stuff, apparently. it It didn't mean anything to them. But still, though, Thanksgiving should be one of those days where people spend time with their fam. There's no excuse outside of that. Black Friday, well, you know, like I said before, I do all my stuff on Cyber Money. I don't give a fuck about Black Friday. I mean, it is what it is. I I remember when that was the case for some people. where you know, certain people were like, Oh, we shouldn't call it Black Friday anymore. No, no, it had nothing to do with Robertson Caruso or racism. Just leave it alone. That has a lot to do with profit margins, not any overtones like that. So, I don't know. People are crazy. And when I was speaking about, you know, the ones that go into work, I'm talking about, first off, big box businesses. Because, you know, they just have a way of not doing things. And I'm talking about new hires, the new hires that are scrambling and trying to get those hours and things like that. I'm talking about them college kids that ain't really bringing home anything. You know? I know this because I was one. See what I'm saying? So I'm talking on that behalf. And speaking of crazy things that people do, let's talk about how people react to certain things. Oh, well, they get mad at you because you tell them Happy Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And it's like, well, why are you mad about that? And then they say, well, it's because of what happened um, the day after Thanksgiving. Well, so? I mean, it's history. As evil as that history can be, it's still history. It happened. And it shaped our culture. But the thing is, is this. (laughs) Thanksgiving is all about unity and eating and stuff like that and enjoying yourselves. You know what I mean? And talking about what you're thankful for. Of course, you'll realize that most of these people ain't thankful for a damn thing if they're going out shopping the day after. But that's just an opinion from me. You know, I used to stock sodas before I started doing J360, so like... (laughs) oh my god Uh, i got i got a lot of black friday stories to talk about don't i but you know outside of it all though it's interesting just how crazy people are about this sort of thing oh my god i mean like but the holidays in general people just lose their damn minds it's just like you know you want to tell them things that make them feel good right and then they get offended at you and it's like why why are you offended But then again, so many things and so many triggers out here nowadays. I don't give a damn who's offended or not. I'm going to tell you, you know, Merry Christmas and stuff. Or I'll tell you Happy Hanukkah and stuff like that. You know, as much as I'd like to, it's just Happy Holidays can be a real cop-out sometimes. Like, because you don't want to make waves. You don't want to step on nobody's toes. Well, shit. Some people's toes are too damn big. I'm going to step on them craps anyway. You know what I mean? Because it's like this. It don't take much anymore. I think I mentioned that on the last episode. Which, by the way, welcome to episode two, huh? (laughs) Oh, God. I was actually thinking about doing another pilot since we've been doing so many of those so well. But not gonna happen. No, this is about as good as we're gonna get with this show. But as I'm always evolving the show, you know, I want to go ahead and bring some more of you guys in here on, like, crossovers and whatnot. And you all can go ahead and send me some, um, interaction here on the live page at Mixler.com slash J360 Productions. You know, and tell me what you think about the holiday season. Because, you know, it's really not that bad. It's just when the way people act. Matter of fact, some of those good things are the itinerary of events for tomorrow. And I'm going to go ahead and talk about those right now. We got some good football games. See, my day is set. I'm not going to really do too much um, J360 work. I'll give you a song of the day, you know, on the main website at j360productions.wordpress.com. As usual, because you want to hear some good music before you start the day. And that's what that feature is about. However, that's only the tip of the iceberg for what I got planned tomorrow. Got a giant parade coming. I got to catch the Macy's Day Parade. That's the thing for me. I got to sit there, I got to see what balloon floats are going to be going through the streets. I got to see what, get involved in the festivities, because you never know. As soon as this filmmaking goes the way I want it to, I hopefully I'll be out there covering it. You know what I mean? Or at least walking with a float. That's some dream I had, you know, outside everything else. But I know we got three football games tomorrow. Game number one is Minnesota versus Detroit Lions. The second game is Washington versus Dallas. And bringing up the rear, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Indianapolis Colts. Eh, three excellent games. And you know, in honor of the Cyclone, maybe I'll just give you my picks for them. I would like the Vikings to win the first one. The second one, well, that's a little bit of a personal thing, but you know. Beat Dallas, Washington. Do something right for a change. Let's see, for the last game, eh, I want to see the Steelers win. And for those who have been paying attention throughout most of the J360 history around here, you all know I am an Eagles fan. And always will be, whether we win or lose. So, for that one day only... (laughs) I am going to be a temporary Redskins fan. And this is why. Because I want Dallas to lose. I want Dallas to lose so bad, yeah I'll take any other team. Like you know, like that Ravens game, I really wanted Dallas to lose. It would have been nice. There were articles saying that the Ravens had the best defense this year, but all of a sudden that game just totally ruined that. Like you saw some holes in that defense. And nobody would guard Elliott like anything. And then there were a lot of bad calls in that game, too. So, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just them at home or something like that. But then again, now these guys have been on fire even on the road, too. So, I don't know what the hell's going on. But I do know this. Washington made good on this. Although, considering Kirk Cousins and his uh, potential to throw a pick six, uh, it can only go one or two ways. But it better go up. There's just something about it. And then all those Dallas fans, they get arrogant about this stuff. I just want them taking down a peg. I don't want, like, Dak to get hurt, per se. You I mean, see, a lot of my boys are hurt. We're on that half of the spectrum where people are getting hurt and it's make or break time. You know, like, and they got the nerve to want to say, like, oh, Wentz is doing this, Wentz is doing it. He's a rookie. And, you know, for his first year, oh, you know, Dak's a rookie too. I get it. But the thing about it is, Wentz going to make some mistakes, and there's going to be a game where you'll see Dak's weakness and everything else. Now, I don't know if it'll be tomorrow's game, but I know it'll be coming soon. And not only that, but Dak isn't the only one out there. I mean, he has a strong O-line to go with it, especially with Des Bryant and <laughs> Elliot out there. So, you, you know, it's, it's a toss-up because, see, Wentz can only do so much. He can throw the ball, he can run the ball, but he can't catch the ball on his own, you know what I'm saying? but like you need people out there with some hands like it's a toss up between whether it's Nelson Aguilar or if it's Matthew's that ain't doing it. And poor old Jordan Matthews, ever since that first game against the Atlanta Falcons last year, it just uh, you know, <sighs> he's he's inconsistent as hell. I mean, sometimes he has it, there's the potential there, and then it just goes away. It's like looking at early Gohan in uh, Dragon Ball Z, you know? kid's got all the potential but he ain't skilled yet it's like i just i just look at him and I'm like i know there's a potential there but why do you try to do a one hand catch in that one game i'll never know it's like bruh you're not megatron and you're not larry fritz don't try to beat him just catch the ball do what you got to do man do your job oh god i'm quoting tom brady No, actually, Spider-Man said it first in Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm quoting him. Take that, yeah, that's right. I said it. Going back to football, though, it seems like some of our significant weaknesses would be the wide receivers as it tends to always turn up. Like, you know, the quarterback can only do so much. He's got a crew of other people out there with him. So, you know, just don't throw the blame around like that. Ugh, but a lot of our boys are hurt. Ryan Matthews, the good Matthews, is hurt, actually. So, <laughs> it is what it is. But like I say, though, 2016 Eagles, a lot better than 2015 Eagles. And that's what I'm going to be about. And then come December and January, we'll be back against Washington and Dallas, respectively. So, I want to make good on this. I want to see what we can do. And then, you know, I kind of had to take a little rain check on football there for a minute. Because, all of a sudden, the Sixers started winning. I was blown away. I was like, oh, okay. There's some coordination here, you know, what, Embiid. And, you know, Nerland's Noel and, of course, um, well, it's not really coming from Okafor, but I think Okafor could actually, you know, if he works on improving himself, he, he might be something of use. But I'm hoping that see what happens with um, Embiid and Noel and, um, you know, our boy that got hurt, Ben Simmons, when he comes back. You never know. He might be that strong power forward. But we'll see what happens. But I do know this. If my boys keep doing what they need to do and they're playing a game tonight against Memphis – Hopefully they can stomp the Grizzlies and maybe, you know, maybe there's something there. But I still wouldn't go ahead and start chanting and, you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff, like build these people out. I still wouldn't do another Linsanity or the Winsadelphia thing. The Winsadelphia thing was BS, to be honest with you. I didn't care for that because at the end of the day, see, we we start winning, we start off undefeated, then that buy comes. Then all of a sudden we got a couple of losses on there. Well, it's not even a couple of losses anymore. Got some significant losses on our schedule. And people start acting simple. And it's like this. See, as a full-blown Philadelphia fan, folks, I'm well aware of this kind of stuff. I usually do say there's always next year. But you know what, though? I never do switch out my teams. I always stick with them. Uh, You know, I've been there when the Flyers had their worst time. I've been there as the Sixers constantly had their worst time. And not to mention, like, same thing with every single one of them, including the Phillies, too. It's just, you know, I I, I know what my team's all about, but I don't just jump ship just because they made some significant losses. You gotta stay with your stuff. But I'm glad all the Bandwagoner fans are gone because you know what? It's just like, I want to say it's just like Highlander sometimes. You, you ever watch Highlander and you know that when you splice off an immortal's head, you get the quickening and everything else? That's pretty much what bandwagoner fans are. As soon as you as soon as they lose, you just go through the fray and you just start slicing off heads left and right. And then sure, will it make you powerful? I don't know. It might be a bad soul and you don't want that. So it's like, you know, I'm just happy when we do lose. And then not to mention some of the two-for-one specials out there at the stadium so I can sit wherever I want. I, I was thinking this, like maybe I can sit You know, when I go to a Sixers game, I can sit right there on the bench with the team and, you know, like really talk to them or be part of the coaching staff because, you know, maybe they could use the help. (laughs) And if that ever happens, folks, I'm definitely taking a picture and uh, I'm going to show it all around to y'all because that's just how I do. Uh, But outside of all that, though, I'm also going to make sure I have a good amount of eggnog and everything else for tomorrow's festivities. And then I gotta make sure that I get through all my freeloading relatives to get to that stuffing because there's always the one person that takes more of the stuffing than they need to. And don't even eat the damn thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. You took my portion of that stuffing. You make sure you eat that. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm that petty when it comes to Thanksgiving. I mean, like, it, it it's my time to enjoy myself, you know? You know, it's, it's buffet time. Luckily though, see, people keep their stuff self-contained, but maybe I should go freeload this year instead of just, you know being part of the cooking team yeah you know what i mean but then again i don't know i'll probably just go ahead and uh, next year though i think i'll probably volunteer out and stuff but this year i'm just keeping things relatively low-key spend time with the fam and you know that's kind of the thing but i need to watch the parade first that's what it's all about it comes down to that parade so i gotta make sure that i get up and go ahead and do that sort of thing plus i can't believe that the year is almost over 2016 females horrible year. And the new 10s. I'm only saying that because it's still a present thing, but... I can't believe 2016 is almost over. And 2016 had a lot of problems in it, didn't it? (laughs) I mean, I think the only thing that succeeded was the MCU. Ah, you know, at the risk of... I don't want to end this on a down note. Let's just be optimistic about this sort of thing. Because you know what? It might be a good year for gaming. Because, um... Alright, let's see. Outside of doom coming out and some significant games such as pokemon well pokemon had a good year i'll be honest about that and for a while though, you can even get away from it uh let's see what are some of the games that did come out that were really significant this year yeah well for, for me it would be doom because that's all i got you know matter of fact somebody asked me if i was gonna go ahead and take the power play and put ps4 games on it and i was like no, not right now, because the power play is at best a retro show. And however, as they release some new games and everything else, and I grow my PS4 library, all of you in the current gen are gonna get a presentation from us, because I managed to go ahead and get the streaming worked out where I want it to. So I've been experimenting with that for a little bit, which is another reason why I haven't been on YouTube that much. I've just been working on other things, and not to mention messing around with the screenwriting. As a matter of fact, I'm actually writing another draft right now as I'm speaking to you. For those of you that are having trouble with your writing, this is my little PSA for you all. Just make it fun. Just have fun with it. Go on ahead and do the most outlandish ideas you have. It's going to be hard work, but you got to make it fun. Now, back to gaming, however, let's see. I really haven't been impressed with this generation of gaming. I mean, I understand that they're moving forward with new technology. They have 4Ks on the rise, uh, VR, and everything else, but. You know, I kinda just wanna sit and play video games, you know what I mean? I just wanna play the games, I'm not so worried about this new technology right off. I mean, maybe I'm speaking because I'm older now, or at best because I just really want my money's worth. Like, there's a lot of re-releasing, and while re-releasing isn't a bad thing, you gotta understand that a lot of people are still playing their PlayStation 3's. Like, some people just don't have the income to go ahead and do all the other stuff, so they stick within, you know, their means. And it's just this stuff is beautiful, but I would like something to value it to keep that support going. Like, I'm not going to go 4K until probably... 2018 or 19, maybe. Because I still want to see how the technology evolves. And plus, I don't film or edit in 4K yet. You can get spoiled by new technology, you know. How it's hard to go back to retro gaming sometimes... Because you're so into the new technology that when you play old games, you have to adjust. I don't want that to kind of work with my art here, you know? When at the same time, a lot of people went back to doing VHS and 80s stuff, which is cool. I like that too, but yeah, 4K and everything else is still a little little too soon for me. Right now, I think I'm just going to go ahead and just chill out with what I do have. Which is why the Power Play series is so great. i got so many streaming capabilities now, it's just, it really isn't in me to buy a PS4 Pro yet. So, this is a little thing called being content. But without any delays, here are the games I am looking into for 2017. I want to see the new God of War. I want to play that because I got to see what happened to Kratos this time that got him dealing with the Norse gods, you know what I mean? It was either going to be the Norse gods or the Egyptian gods, but I know this, if he's over there and all the Norse gods like to do is go into battle, hunt, and do everything else, he's in the right element. Especially after what happened in God of War 3. But I do know this also. the The crown jewel for me, other than God of War, would be the new Spider-Man game coming out. I don't know if it has a release date yet, but I'm gonna look into it because I gotta see. I gotta play as that. I've been looking for a great Spider-Man game since Web of Shadows. T- to me, you know what I mean. I didn't play Shattered Dimensions and Edge of Time, or well, it's not even Edge of Time, is it? It was um, it was something Spider-Man time. But, like I said, those are old games. Like, for this generation, though, we could use a great Spider-Man game. Hell, we could use another new Marvel Ultimate Alliance game. Not the re-releases, just a whole new thing. That would be great. But, uh, you know, I don't know what it is. Did, like, Marvel make more money off of mobile stuff than they make off of console stuff? Uh, Just, like, sometimes I just don't get it. And then I would love to have another Marvel vs. Capcom game. Like, renew that license. That would be great. And then, like, Street Fighter, the f- fixed edition. You know what I mean? Because Street Fighter V just blew. If anything, they could just go ahead and re-release or do... S- oh, God, that is re-releasing now I think about it. But still, though, like, when it first came out, that was just a sign of corporate greed because, you know, damn well when you release a game like that, people want to play single player in addition to having online battles. So Capcom dropped the bomb on that one and soul caliber needs to come back because soul Calibur five just wasn't that good it would just be great to like you know get some new games on, and, and you know what i mean i'm just saying get some new games and then all of a sudden here comes some new ips you know what i'm saying and not just on the indie level though i love the indie games You know, just just to get some new stuff coming out and everything else. Like, even Call of Duty is hitting the skids. Because, like, the new Call of Duty, from what I heard, wasn't all that good. If anything, it's making bank right now because of COD4 re-released. That's all. And you had to buy that, what, legendary version in order to get it? No, no, the legendary version, the highest one. That one that's in the middle. I think it's called, like, the legacy version. Either way, you're shelling about, about 80 bucks for it. And plus, some other things about this gen do kind of annoy me. Like, you gotta spend around like 80 bucks pretty much for, you know, for a game that you technically already own. I know, like, they don't really have the servers up anymore for the mold Call of Duty games, do they? Depending on what console you got. So, I really, really am wondering about that. But I think the worst thing they could have done was just put Call of Duty in space. But I can understand why they did it, though, because it was like, oh, they wanted to show the progression of everything. But. Then everything became Halo, right? Just like how, like when Bungie didn't want to work on Halo anymore, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do something different." And then the the difference came in the form of Destiny, pretty much. So it, it ain't like I said. The only thing I understand is this: like they're gonna repeat themselves, but it's just like this this gen could be a little bit better than what it is. It seems to be just more of tech demos, marketing ploys. And, of course, buying that season pass so you don't ever have to buy the maps. You know, with the money that you uh, acquire or recruit or anything like that. And, of course, that's GameStop doing that. Oh, was like, oh, you want to buy the season pass? No, I don't want to buy no damn season pass. I don't know if this damn game is that good or not. Because you want a full game. Yeah, you don't want no, no BS kind of game. But at least Titanfall 2 is doing pretty good. But that's not coming out in 2017, though, so... But yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and say what my problem with modern gaming gaming is. And then you got to be connected all the time, too, to get all the perks and everything else. So, but, you know, maybe that's just my age showing. Because <laughs> sometimes I just like pulling the PS2 out, right? Going over to the flea market, grabbing some retros, coming back. You know what I mean? Got the multi-tap there. Say, so like, if I got all, the whole crew here, we all just be sitting back playing with the games on the multi-tap. And, that, and that's pretty much gaming, but then again, you gotta realize, you know, I hit 30 not too long ago, so, just speaking, speaking like that for now. But other than that, though, like, this gen still has a lot of progression to go. So, I'm not buying a PS4 Pro, I'm just thinking with the PS4 standard. I also found an article one time that was talking about, like, how the PS4 Pro has glitches and everything else. Well, I'm like, this, it's new technology, what do you expect? I mean, these things are not going to come going at full steam out of the box, even though they said that on that keynote and everything else that you won't have anything to worry about. These things are practically computers. They need to be modified and maintained in order to keep that um that running speed and everything else. And I don't expect the first ones to actually hit the market to be any more than, you know, completed betas at best. It's going to take a while for them to work all the bugs out and everything else. But as I sit here and I play my PS4 standard, which is actually a thing now, I can't just call it the PS4, you know, it's kind of a problem. But I'm sitting here playing Race to the Sun again and you know, (laughs) at best I enjoy this. But I also can play this on my PS3. If anybody who's doing really good as far as like the gaming market is right now, and I'm not trying to be a fanboy about this, but this is kind of a fact, would be the PCs. Yeah, the PC market is doing great. Oh, all the modifications and everything adding new life to great games that they have and you know just homebrew stuff is just doing amazing I'm proud of that if I had a modified PC where I could do all that stuff I probably would be using that and who says I can't I just got to make sure if I ever do get a gaming PC, I got to make sure half of it works well with my editing and streaming and then the other half works well with you know my gaming Oh, and by the way, to do like an update for the basketball game, <laughs> well, that that little streak we had—it was fun while it lasted. The Grizzlies beat us; they had 104, we had 99. But we went to overtime though with them. So, it can go one or two ways. This is one of those things you gotta be um, proud of that you could actually go the distance, cause you know, in honor of Philadelphia, you know, the Rocky series did turn 40 not too long ago, and um. The thing is, Rocky wasn't supposed to win against Apollo. He was just supposed to go to distance. And you know what? We went the distance. Now we just got to go the distance for whoever is next on the chopping block. So I got to put another L on the schedule. And going back into gaming, though, I guess that's another reason why I didn't buy an NBA 2K17 yet. Oh, man. That's something I got to look into next time. Maybe I could play it against Dev and, you know, give you guys a good stream show with that. You know what I'm saying? I do plan on using a lot more streaming. And speaking of which, I'm going to do some modifications to the J-Man show as I develop it. Keep that in mind that this is uh, the first season, so things will probably change by the time we get to the second one. At least you're getting a second episode, right? (laughs) Ah, That's all good. And you know, um, let's see, I actually want to go ahead and I'm going to buy Madden next year. I'm definitely going to buy Madden 18. I'm going to look into NBA 2K18. I think I'm going to go ahead and get the show... Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do with them sports games. You know what I'm saying? And that should help out. At least they've been consistent. I don't know whether they're consistently good or consistently bad, but I know they've been consistent. And maybe y'all could tell me that. You know what? Reach out to me on Twitter sometime and let me know about your experiences with the 8th generation of gaming. I mean, at best, I don't know if it's like to the point where... Where it's like, you know, gaming is dead to me. Like, I know some people saying, you know, do say that. As a matter of fact, I got somebody in my group that says that a lot. And I always ask the question of how. How is gaming dead? You know? I mean, yeah, like I said before about it feeling like mostly a lot of tech demo and new technology and all that stuff. But you know what? That That's a lot of things nowadays. You know, some movies are like that. But the thing is, it doesn't mean it's dead. It just means that the narrative needs to go back to the, where the focus is. Enjoyment. You know what I mean? So, I wonder about that. But outside of those sports games and everything else... Oh, and I wonder if DOA is going to have a new installment, too. I know King of Fighters uh, did, and I have yet to buy it. I need to pick that up. But, um... Yeah, like... I just want some of those great things to come back. And then there's some re-releases of retro copies that are out there, too. Okay, but you know, not necessarily what I want. I need to go ahead and... Actually, I'm looking at my playlist right now. I do have some things I need to go ahead and grab. Once I go ahead and splurge for them, you know, I gotta go ahead and go through the old day job to get them. But it's always like that with me. It's either a rat race between buying the studio production stuff or just uh, working on video games. I left out a couple of things, too, from my 2017 list. Sonic Mania is what I'm looking into, because it's, a, it's about time we had a good retro Sonic game, you know what I mean? And I have belief in it, because it brings back the classic trio, along with um, the basic concept of fighting against Dr. Eggman, and the guy who's designing it and his crew, they're all a bunch of classic Sonic fans, so there's hope. And then there's the teaser that went up for the 2017 Sonic. Now, I'm hoping that it doesn't go the route of Sonic 06. Because it seems like, if anything, it's more of a Sonic Generations piece again. I think it's Sonic Generations 2, to be honest with you. But, who cares? I mean, you get to play as classic Sonic and modern Sonic again, so it doesn't really hurt me that much. But, you know, it's still a sequel. I mean, I wouldn't mind if they kind of... I don't know, they kind of try to reboot Sonic, didn't they, with that Sonic Boom sort of thing? Or maybe you can play as uh, the Sonic Boom characters or something in that game. I wouldn't be surprised if Sega pulled that stuff, because this is modern Sega. But also, I would like to see another Sega All Stars racing game. We could use one on the PS4 and Xbox One. Like, you know, don't get so heavily involved in shooters like you did the. What, in the 6th or. I think it started in the 6th generation, then it came to a head in the 7th generation. And I would like them to go ahead and do another Kill Zone. Like, you know what? we'll just say that kill zone Shadowfall was just a side story that had nothing to do with anything you know what i mean use negative continuity with that because it really wasn't the best follow-up to two and three two and three were just brilliant go ahead and do a kill zone four and this time just do something like where the um it's not just the Halgas that were a problem like there are other creatures in that universe you know what i mean yeah that would be great Matter of fact, I wouldn't mind if Resistance came back. Like, you know what I mean? The Scourge or something like that. Or Resurgence. Yeah, and I'm totally stealing that from id 42 You know, the sequel that really wasn't all that good. No matter how many times they try to market it to us. God, that just... Movie just blew. And if you hear light tapping, that has nothing to do with your stuff. If anything, it's pretty much the sounds of my joystick, so... Oh God, that doesn't sound right. Well, it's it's from the sound of my DualShock 4, okay? <laughs> Whew. Well, who am I can I own the show. I'll, I'll pay for that innuendo. Uh, but outside of all that, though, I think that's about it for the j show this week. I want you all to enjoy yourselves. I don't want y'all worrying about your waistlines too much. I want you to go out there. I want you to eat as much food as possible. It's time to enjoy ourselves, folks. You can go to the gym on Black Friday if you need to. But on Thanksgiving, just put the food bag on and enjoy yourselves. But you know what? That's just me in my opinion. You do what you want to do, and if you got something to say to me about it, go ahead and leave me a comment down below. And also, don't forget to hit me up on Twitter at J360Productions. Outside of that, though, I'm out of here, folks. So you take care of yourselves, live well, and please stay safe.